Let's get into our first topic. Um, so, in our culture uh, this week, I saw, as I'm sure you guys saw, the story with April Jones being seen with Dr. Dre. Now, I'll be honest, <laughs> I never cared for April Jones, nor did I care for just looking at this whole situation. I think the reason why I took interest into this topic is because there there are children involved. You know, Omarion and April, they have a child, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always think that children are impressionable. So when I think about their situation, you know, with April Jones being with Fizz, which is obviously someone who Omarion was very close with in terms of his group B2K, and then I look at just how April Jones has been moving. I just question, how are they thinking, how are they going to go about having this discussion with their kids when they grow up? Because one of their kids is already six, you know what I'm saying? They have two children together. And are they going to let social media inform them of what their parents were doing while they were children, you know? Um, And I think that's why we even care about this topic, because if there were no kids involved, we wouldn't really care. At that point, that's that's just between two adults. So I guess my thought... You know, my question for you all is like, what do you guys think about this situation? You know, where, you know, the way that April Jones is moving, like, and then what are your thoughts on the impression that this is going to make on their kids when they get older and, you know, they go out into the world? Mm, gotcha. Hmm. So that's a good thing. But I feel like, well, first of all, most, <clears throat> she could definitely start taking pages from Lori Harvey's, the way she'd be moving. <laughs> so let's just start with that. But I feel like that's something too, like, the more and more social media becomes a thing, the more that these kids are going to have to... Like, those conversations when you're popular, like like the Kim K's, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have to have those conversations with your kids. Like, how did, how did you become famous, mommy? Like, you're going to have to have... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you have to pick... Especially when you're a celebrity, you have to pick, okay, do I have to have this conversation early so I can tell them everything or let the internet find out? Because that's, like, the worst shit you can do. It's like going on... Uh, what's it called? The... Media um, takeout. Not even media takeout. It's just like um, googling like a symptom for like uh, okay. uh, like if you're sick or something like that. You're like you're gonna yeah. die. It's like why oh, would you yes, Google that? Ask yes. your, you know what I'm saying like ask your doctor. But it's I'm one of those. WebMD. Yeah, WebMD. WebMD. Sorry, I couldn't think of it. But <laughs> but that's like the same situation though. Like you you have to attack it either at early on to just to let them know like this is how we did it. Obviously, it wasn't right, but this is whatever it is. But I feel like one, she doesn't give a fuck. Two, the funniest thing just came out was the story of, like, she's going through, like, um, Dr. Dre's, like, ex's um, closet and taking clothes. Nasty. Taking clothes. Taking clothes. Nasty. Taking clothes. Yeah. Nasty. It's, it's like, maybe wow. I'm robbed. I have to read the report. But it was just, like, she had to follow someone's, like, your for people. Because she's seen them walking around with her clothes. Like, yeah. imagine putting it in. like, is that my dress? And it's just, like, okay. And then, and then you had it, but... But to me, it's just like one of those weirdest situations. It's like, let rich people deal with rich people problems, bro. I didn't know that. So is that the reason why his wife, well, to be ex-wife soon, is asking for $100,000 for clothes per month? Is that what she's asking this for? Nah, bro. It's just a lifestyle. That is disgusting. It's not even getting to alimony and all those things. To me, that is like... uh, it's not even into it, but let's get some more interesting, more positive. Um, 
well, not positive in a sense. Uh, positive in the sense I like the album that came out after what he, um, you know, what happened. Unfortunately, one year later from Pop Smoke, so R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, definitely. It was like one of those weird situations. I feel like it's one of those like when the artists start to find like their voice. Mm-hmm. That's when you know they're taking the. For me, it's like my first. Obviously, my first one was just like we probably got better stories than that. Was um. Speaker Knockers was like the first one for me. It was like, I think I was in high school. And then his music was just like, is, is it, it sounds exactly what Nav sound like now. Um, but like his music came through and it was just the best sound to be out. And then he was found in like, you know, the garage and everything like that. For me, what I liked about Pop Smoke in addition to his music, like you mentioned, uh, Hope it, is that he was also trying to get involved into other parts of our culture. Like he was doing like movie skits, which were dope. And um, I think that's what I really liked about him, that he was just trying to get in many different places. And I think that he was going to push our hip-hop culture to a whole different level, not just by bringing a sound, but also by getting himself involved in the movie world. For me, when it came to Pop Smoke, I'm not going to lie and be like, I enjoyed like the Dior and um, <laughs> what was the first track he did? I forgot the name of it, but I wasn't a huge fan of the like the drill sound or whatever. But then once I heard like the album that came out with the production, I was like, "Oh, he sounds like he's ready to take that next step into superstardom," and which was a good look for New York because you know, for New York artists, they come in and then they they're out right next year, and I'm just like. We can't have nothing because either something happens to a New York artist or they just fizzle out. And Pop Smoke was the next guy. To me, he was the next guy up from New York and gone too soon. Uh, rest in peace. But I feel like that's one thing I remember I was having the discussion with my friends where I felt like when somebody dies, you see the potential. Right? Mm-hmm. So basically, when he came in, right? When I think he came, he dropped that album in February, and then obviously he passed, and then the album came out after that. But that first album was just like to me, it was just like, all right, whatever, mid. And then he passed away, and then Fifty took over in the production, and that album to me is probably one of my favorite album that came out last year. Definitely. You saw the production, you saw like what his sound could be like. That's the thing too. When you when somebody dies, you see the ultimate. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, they could have been so great, but. Could I, if they were alive, would this would have bumped the same way? You know what I'm saying? Most people don't think about that. You're like, you we always we always look into the potential of somebody. You know how they could be. Like that. Maybe it's that's the thing too with social media. When you put it on the web, right? He died, then everybody started listening to him because that was the hype train, right? That's one thing with social media. It's always a hype train. The hype train came, we hopped off. Yeah. And then what? They pass. And they passed. They yeah, and then he just, you know what I'm saying? But that album when that came out, that was just the most thing. And I feel that's something we need to talk about with social media also. is just the fact that it's it's waves. It's It happens. No one stays on it for too long and says, all right, this is funny, this is funny. All right, it's not funny to me. Let me put that away. It's yeah. nothing lasts anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing lasts. And everyone gets offended over every little detail, bro. This PC culture shit is just killing everyone. So, give your thoughts out before I give mine, since please, because I'm I'm gonna get upset. Well, uh, my biggest thing in terms of that is just generalizations. Um, I just think that it's very dangerous when you're in a room 
full of people and you make a general statement, um, you may have the best of intentions, but at the same time, that general statement can convert into people in the room being offended by what you said. Because they think that you're probably directing what they're saying towards them. So I've been like looking at that, especially this year and how I hold conversations uh, with people. And I also hold my friends accountable too when they make a generalization. I would say, I think what you meant is to say some people, right? Mm-hmm. That way protecting everyone in the room, you know, even if they don't care about it, but in a way just protecting everybody in the room so people don't feel offended. You know, because some people may not be as vocal as I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 how I do things. And then in addition, the reason why generalization of this topic is so important is because I've been in conversations, one-on-one conversations with, you know, prior friends of mine whom I've had a conversation, it was just us talking, and then they made a generalization bringing in other situations and other people. And I'm the type of person to say, well, why are you bringing up other people like it's just me and you in a room like what's that about and then what happens is the next response that i would hear is well you know it's because people are like yeah but you keep talking about people but are you talking about me because it's only me and you in the room you know what i'm saying and then what happens is i get you know people get uncomfortable with that because i'm constantly applying pressure to yeah and that's to let them know that it doesn't sit right with me for you to make a generalization why don't you just let me know how you really feel Instead of you know what I'm saying? Instead of masking, masking away yeah. and bringing the world in yeah. when it's just me and you in the conversation. Deflecting the point. Right. I don't know. I feel like to me, um, I had to stop myself, which I, if I'm talking, even when I joke around, I feel like, when I'll be like, yo, yo, these girls, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was not always general. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of being like some girls, I feel like to me, myself, I had to learn that uh, for me to stop saying, you know, these girls, these girls, these girls. And I feel like also, People want to feel more important than they are. It's the one thing social media is like. Everybody thinks they have like an opinion that matters. Like you, it's okay to have your opinion. Like I don't really care. But people want to always want to like when you speak. It was like when you generalize it. It's just that people always always gonna be like, oh, it's he's making it about me, but it's really not. If it applies to you, then it applies to you. You should definitely change that about yourself. But that has nothing to do with me. Or when people on this is. Let me, let me, I'm going to switch this up just a little bit. When people will be like, um, oh, logging on social media or I'm going, you know, going ghost. It's like, okay, Danny Phantom, you like, you can't just go. You don't have to say anything <laughs> yeah, about no, it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can just disappear. But people love the attention that he's like, they want somebody to be like, you know, oh, hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? Why, you know, you're going to, it's like, wow, well, you, you could ideally just went MIA without anybody noticing. And that's the thing too. No one would have cared. That's what you don't like. No one would have cared that you would have just disappeared on social media because social media is such an addiction and for some reason we don't classify it as that. Yeah, so you, your point in terms of like those type of actions, like it doesn't make sense why you have to vocalize. Yeah. I also see your point too about if you're in a room, right? If I make a general statement and we're in a room with 20 plus people, right? Mm-hmm. You should feel comfortable knowing you know, within yourself, well, this doesn't apply to me, so I'm fine. Yeah. Right? It should be like that, but it's yeah. not. That's right? True. And because it's not, and people are so often offended, now we have to, like, push back and say, well, what I wanted to say is that some people, so that the people who can't, like, be okay with a general statement and feel so offended so that they don't feel bad about it or whatever the case is. 
But I should be able to say a general statement that no one should feel a type of way if it doesn't pertain to you. But that's not the world that we live in today. Of course not. Uh, when we, like, I've made general statements and I've had to check my, and I've had to check myself. Um, <laughs> I've had to check myself saying like some people or, or just, you know, alleged or any of those, any of those words that you need to say prior to. It's like, Comedians get to say these things, and they get canceled. And they get canceled. They're comedians. They tell jokes, and sometimes it's going to go that line. The best comedians to me have always been the ones that are willing to take it that next step, like a Bill Burr or a Richard Pryor or or Dave Chappelle. Like those are the type of people, or the Eddie Murphys. Yeah, those are the people that take it to that next step. Now, with certain comedians, they'll, you know, play it, quote-unquote, safe. safe, like mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, that's not my type of comedy, for me at least, because I'm 32 years old now. Like, the cookie-cutter stuff, it was cool when I was younger. I was able to listen to it with family and friends. Yeah, but now that I'm older, like, it's more like, I want to hear the bluntness. I want to hear the vulgarity. I want to hear... Something real. So, um, and like you were saying before with uh, some people, like, it pertaining to them, it's not my fault that something that I've said that could be general to anything, it just affects you. You took it personal. You took it that way. You took it personal. Maybe you should look in the mirror, see, or you can talk to me about it. Right. We can have a dialogue and be like, I felt offended, like, okay, I understand. I apologize you felt offended, but you want to talk about any personal issue that maybe, hmm, maybe this is something I could change about myself or this is something I can get better at. Like, why is it that you always want to get offended when something pertains to you? There's been, when I've been in church, like, I've heard when my pastor has, like, had, like, uh when he was preaching, he'll say something that I know pertains to me, but I'm not going to take offense to it. He's saying it to the congregation. He's saying it to a multitude of people. Obviously, something's going to stick with you. Obviously. So, like, why are you getting offended? Because of it's this is something that stuck to you. It's not like he's looking at you or anything of the sort. You can legitimately just take it as words of advice and try to apply it to your daily living. Stop getting offended over everything. I know I've had issues with getting offended with stuff, but I'm trying to grow right now through it. Uh, I'm not going to say no stories because yeah. people are listening. So, <laughs> so I'm not even going to go there. But that's the thing too. Like with social media is you've been on it for so long. It's something that we came through upon. You know what I'm saying? Like, we grew with social media. You know, we remember the Facebook to the Instagram when Snapchat got popping. We can go back to store next, but I'm not going to age Oh. But that's the thing. I feel like you, they, people think they have, their opinions matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you log on to Instagram, right, and somebody sees, like, you know, the, which is ironic because obviously we're talking about this. Um, people think that they can just say anything and it matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, for us, it's like Lori Harvey. It's like, oh, why should they Michael B. Jordan? I was like, why, why does we it... We don't care. Why does, it, why does it bother you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. It has created, like... I can just log on at any time. 
and just say whatever I want. And people think it matters. Like, it really doesn't. And I feel like also bringing back the cancel, uh, the cancel culture is we can't agree to disagree anymore. Uh-huh. And that's just obviously there's certain subjects where it doesn't really matter what it is. I, we can agree to disagree. When politics, <clears throat> we can you can't just be like, okay, I don't support abortion because that has to deal with me. Great. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you don't support, you want to, you know, you don't want to do this, you want to do that. Fuck you, I'm done. We're never gonna talk again. Like you, people can't agree to disagree anymore. I'm not talking about like racism or anything like that. Obviously, I'm if you're racist, there's no nothing for us to talk about. You know what I'm saying? That's but people will be, can't just talk about like, okay, one thing is better than this. It's like, okay, you don't like my point of view, fuck you, and then that's it. Yeah, it's almost like if you're not on my side, then that's not good. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what you're talking about. We're talking about agree to disagree. You know, like if you don't believe in something, if you don't believe in abortion, and I believe in abortion, I can't just respect your point of view, and you can't yeah. just respect mine. We have to fight it off until one of us is completely right on we're yeah. both on that same side. That's the thing too, because sometimes like you don't know that person was supposed to be aborted, but the state didn't allow it. You know what I'm saying? And then that person ended up living and doing great with their lives. You know, no one listens to that. You, they always take it as like, okay, you, you disagree with me from my point of view. This one, I'm gonna versus okay, let me see why they're saying that. Let me ask those questions. Okay, why do you feel that way? And they even did a study like back in I think early 2000, between 2000, 2000, 2005, people can disagree, agree to disagree twenty percent. Now it's up to sixty percent, so people are not agreeing to disagreeing anymore, bro. It's just like with social media, which I've learned is the way they keep you on is they view, they make you view whatever you like to whatever you like, right? Mm-hmm. So you see what you like, you see what you don't like. So you get to control that. So when somebody introduces a view that is not that is foreign to you, where it doesn't align with your personal beliefs, everyone is just like, whoa, cancel that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's okay to, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to agree to, I don't know why people, to me, it's just the weirdest thing. It's just like, why would you not, you know what I'm saying? So many people that you can have differences with, they're great people. I mean, you, do you agree with everything that your parents say? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Do you still love them? You know what I'm saying? Of like, course. so that is the same premise, but people don't, that's one thing too. I feel like people don't apply certain premise to other things. I feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, people, when you say like, I don't know why an old person can't use a phone. It's like, bro, you don't even know how to change your oil, bro. You know what I'm saying? Every generation has their own different things that they're good and they're not good at. But I feel like people don't look at that. They just, you know, they're just like, oh, I don't agree with you or whatever. And then that's it. It's like, bro, try to understand it and move on. If you don't, that's okay. But don't, don't, you know, this, you know, as they say, quote unquote, disown someone because they don't agree with your views. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's, it's bigger than just face value. Right. So we go back to like the example of like, do you believe in abortion? Whether you don't. Right. I think you mentioned something important, too, because you also mentioned, like, what's the story behind it? Yeah. You know? Um, and I think we don't look at that. We just look at surface level and that's it. Yeah. Like, we don't we just block out whatever came with that thought because you're not on my side. And that's it. We're in disagreement. I don't care what the story is behind it. I don't care what the situation is. That's just what it is. And I think we should care about that. And I feel like people just go on facts.com and be like. And just upload all the fun facts that proves that point. You know what I'm saying? It's just like having a gun in your home makes you more likely, you know what I'm saying, to, to die. It's like, yeah, no shit. You have a gun in your crib. Or some people are like, oh, gun control. It's like, bro, it's it's okay to disagree and, you know, agree and disagree. Like, bro, don't go on facts.com just to prove your point. Oh, guns are killing more people. Like, yo, having a pool in your crib kills more people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're putting something in your house that is elevated. You know what I'm saying? Like, they choose whatever fact that fits them and exactly. then that's it. Whatever facts that fit. 
the only thing that I am I'm going to say my opinion about on any social media account because for the most part when I see these things on social media nine times out of ten I'm not gonna respond to it because I don't care that much the only thing I did was that one video that we saw where the girl wasn't uh, she was supposed to be going on a date and she told dude to um to go pay for pay for McDonald's, I believe, because her child was hungry. Oh bro. <laughs> oh man. And then she had, and then Yo. she had the nerve to be like, Oh, do you want something? And then he, he looked at her to to get the money from her. She got upset and said Oh, I'm not giving you none because of this. I'm like, first and foremost, a happy meal should not be the cost of your punai. Okay? I mean, she put it the price tag never, on it. She put the price tag on it. You just put a price tag saying five of $6.99 meal is the price of your vagine. You are sad. I'm sorry. You should have some more self-respect for yourself. Oh, Listen, you no? took care of that, bro. I ain't got Bro, that whole situation was the funniest thing. Only because on Twitter, this is obviously this way we yeah. saw this. Every girl in that comment was just like, ooh. It was just like, oh, yeah, you should have paid. And I was just like, I why am I paying for your kids? First of all, why is the kid in... The car with me and when we're going on a date. Mm-hmm. Was this before or after? I didn't even know if it was before or after the date. To me, was this the... F- I was like, let's just understand the situation we're in to begin with. Why is your child with us in the first place? Where's... You know, as a parent, it was like, where's your babysitter? Like, you know what I'm saying? Where's your... Let's not even get into the baby daddy situation. Where's, like, where's, where, where's this mystery Negro at? Let's not even really get, in, <laughs> get into that. But... With the social media, it's just like, we only... That's the thing. People saw it as it was, right? The guy didn't pay. But when you go and you take that step back, and then you're like, why is a child with you at that point? Why are you asking another person to pay for your kid's meal? Like, why is this... Why are you getting upset if they don't pay? In the first place. Why are you getting upset? Because you said, do you want something? Like you were paying for the food in the first place. I'm confused. But the fact that he didn't agree with it is just... That was your reason to... Okay, I'm not gonna give him some pooms. Right. So what if he did pay that six dollars and twenty five cents for that meal? Then what? So yeah. so let's just say you were gonna give it to him, right? Let's just let's just you know just like, okay, you gonna you gonna you gonna lay it on him. That's six dollars and twenty five dollar pussy, right? You gonna lay it on him. I don't want six dollars and twenty five. You gonna lay it on? It's like okay, so what are you gonna do with your kid at that point then? Cause he's with you. I know he's gonna say the other room when you're getting busy, mommy, mommy, right? So what you gonna do at that point? But my thing is just like people don't think about those things through. They just Comment and then they go about their day. That's the thing, bro. We live in such in the the now. People, mm-hmm. it's it's trending now. Haha, it's funny. We drop it. People will try to cancel Kevin Hart just because. Right, and oh. the, the situation with Kevin Hart, you know, with his uh, recent Netflix series, was interesting because it's something that uh, Justin mentioned. Because he actually went on Clubhouse after his Netflix series came out, and he was basically trying to. Do some damage control because some people just weren't fond of whatever. I mean, I never watched it, but yeah, I guess there must have been something in there. You don't need to. That people of color were not with. So he was on Clubhouse. He made a whole group, and he was just trying to defend his situation and why he did what he did. 
Like I said, I don't know details because I didn't yeah. watch it. But I feel, let me up a little. I feel like also with like black creators, like the scrutiny before my accent comes the out. Scrutiny. The scrutiny is so much higher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Hart releases something, right? For example, the Oscars, right? He he was that's the one thing he wanted to host for the longest, right? Mm-hmm. And then the somebody found the most randomest tweet. From about uh, ten years ago. Twenty years ago, right? Oh, and I'm not even I didn't even, you know what I'm saying? Days. So boom, right? Everybody was like, cancel him. It's just like you're a comedian. You're always gonna do you know what I'm saying? Like I don't even know what it was about, but the thing is just like with those celebrities, perfectly you know what I'm saying, they cancel all those jobs. Any little white creator that says the N-word, right? I was 16. It happens. They move on. They mix. Yo, Justin Bieber's mostly all the white entertainers. Not even getting into <sighs> the logistics of it or whatever it is. They just get to say it. They wait. That's one thing we. I feel like with social media is. It's, there should really be a study about this. Is they know all they have to do is just wait it out. Yeah. Right. That's all you have to do. Just wait it out. Don't From you. you know like um the people just you something happens you wait. Two three months, you know, you you take your MIA period, you disappear, and then you come back. Yeah. Black creators can't do that. You know what? Niggas no. are gonna be in the comments remembering every little detail. It's like, so you you gonna address this? Oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. and that's one thing. So I feel like with social media is like certain creators is not put the color on it, but obviously we know what color it is. Is they can just make any type of videos, they get famous easily, right? Mm-hmm. Black creator, you have to do so much more just to get popping, right? And then this is what this situation comes in, which was to us one of the one one in a lifetime situation with the George Floyd situation, right? Is you getting famous, right? And then out of nowhere, social media is, is pressuring you to put out a statement supporting Black Lives Matter, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as a black individual, you know you're dealing with rich, you know, racist people. Now, this is where you decide, okay, am I gonna sell my people and make all the bread that I can, or I'm gonna stay with my people and then wait for that next blow up moment to come? Which it never does, which is basically where you co- you come in with the Paige Kennedy. It's not even that situation where he didn't put out a statement, but you reach a point where it's like you you have to wait for the next blow up to happen. But it might never you might it might never do. Where end up with like with Desi and um, B Simone, where it was just like okay, you guys are gonna say something, or okay, then they got pressured into saying something, and then no one agreed with what they had to say. It's just like yeah, you said something, but I didn't like what you said, so I'm canceling you now. So what are you exactly saying about Desi and B. Simone? Do you think they went about it the right way? I guess that's what I'm trying to get from you. That's the thing. This is Paige Kennedy. Right. So I feel like with them, they they were in the point where it's like, okay, they were going to jump to that next level in their career, right? Okay. And then the the George Floyd thing happened. And then people were like, oh, that's when it was like, they were forcing every social media from white to black to whatever it is. Do you support these people or you don't? And if you don't support this, you're canceled. That was basically the whole premise, right? So when they came out, and then they was like, okay, Bissamon said they came out, which her situation was a little weird off, only because from a vocal person to writing a letter and then to put on a statement, and I was very quiet of you, it's like, that's not your personality. You're supposed to be outgoing loud and everything Boisterous, like that, but yes. you chose to be silent around this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I know, like, okay, now you're doing damage control. You're doing, it's like Kevin Hart going on, you know, Clubhouse. You're, you're, you're not putting your, your energy that you usually put out into the so world. what's wrong with that? Uh, what's wrong with her changing her energy and deciding to do to go about it differently? That's what that's. What, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying as a black creator, those are the decisions that you have, you have to make. It's either stick with the culture, or be about your breath. So then, what you're talking about is, for example, B Simone decided to approach it. 
from a different way compared to how she normally approaches things, yeah. you know, which is from a very loud perspective. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is that the public didn't take that lightly, right? Yeah. They were like, well, you're not like this. You know, this is not normally how you approach things. So we don't like that. So we're going to cancel you, right? That's what you're saying. And I think you're, the biggest topic overall is that we as people of color are our biggest critics. That's just what it of is. Course. And like, when we change and we do something odd or different than what we're used to, we don't like that, so we are going to cancel you. And I think that's what you're talking about yeah. when it comes to be Simone or Desi. Yeah. And also, it's like, for me, I'm looking at a point of like, I'm on Twitter probably like 10, 10 hours a day. Oh, it's just, no. it's just, it's just a post of funny, but the lack of their videos on my feed, that's why I know like people are not retweeting or talking about it the way they are. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're going to have your core friends. Obviously, we're having that discussion. It's just like, you know, your two millions are going to be your two millions. But Juski can sneeze, bro. Sneeze. This man ends up on my on my Twitter feed. Like, any video that he puts from the... Especially when he goes live. Those are the funniest videos. And those are always up on my feed. Regardless of whatever it is. If you're popping, obviously Trey Rags is coming up. Yeah. Obviously one of our favorite ones. Red the red shirt. Oh, my God. The menace in that man. <laughs> They're suddenly going to sign to that. <laughs> but if you're popping and people like you, you're good. That's my thing. People always like you for the now, right? You're doing great now. A year or two later, like, right? It's like people are going to still like you or you're going to have to keep proving yourself. That's how we, you have to transcend. You know, that's how you have to take it to the next level. And that's why, you know, we've had this discussion with Paige Kennedy where we feel like he's been stagnant. Yeah. You know, and that's why he's been looking high. You know, we have Batch, right? He's probably one of the first social media comedians that I really started to pay attention to. He transcended. He yeah. started doing deals with Netflix, started doing movies, so he's good. So at some point, you just you have to transcend. You got to move forward. Mm-hmm. I feel like some people just either they don't know how to do that or they can't. I I don't, I don't know. I'm if, gonna you say know, the latter. The latter, yeah. You can't. No, because if you're just worried about doing short form like media, like those little one two minute skits, so I'm going to trust you to do a full length film. How? Mm-hmm. How can I do that? You haven't proven anything like that to me to mm-hmm. do something like that. Paige Kennedy, he's been on a TV show. Uh, I forgot the name of it. It's the football show. But like... Hmm? Ah. Blue Blue Mountain State. Thank you. Shout out to bro. <laughs> he has no name, so... <laughs> he's just parks today. <laughs> We're going to redact that. Nah, we're not doing we that. No, that's not start. The Royals, that's not start, please. Yeah, not <laughs> um, but yeah, um, with cancel culture, like, I'm not going to lie. Cancel culture is is borderline nonsense to me now. It's not real. It's not real because y'all keep saying, oh, we're going to cancel this person. And then three months later, y'all right back. Okay, Let them do something good for a change. Y'all will be right back there. Kevin Hart was canceled. Y'all, y'all went right back to watching his stuff. Come on now. Let's let's be real. Cancel culture does not affect your pockets. It so don't. It's not real, bro. Cancel culture. Something for the moment. Cancel That's culture to me is you legit need to not watch, not support, not do anything that deal with them. 
Yo, Kevin Hart, you made a bunch of movies. Guess what? I'm not going to see them. And PSA, I have never canceled him for the comments that he made, even though it was messed up back in the day. I feel as though if you had those comments back in the day, I'm pretty sure as you've grown or, you know, increased in age, most people change. People got to stop saying this is what it was back then. That's what you are now. That's total nonsense. I've canceled, quote unquote, canceled him because he's just not funny anymore. That's it. But I'm never going to support someone that I don't think is funny anymore. It, it is what it is. But let me say, well, something interesting for Kevin Hart's situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like also is, as a fan, you need to know when to let go. Yes. Sounds like a relationship shit. But for me, it was just like Kevin Hart for me. I remember in high school, bro, that special, this first two special came out, bro. We literally used to go, we watched mm-hmm. it on Comedy Central, go back to school, bro. We were discussing that. Yo, what was your favorite joke, right? Because that's when he was hungry to me, then he was funny. It comes to a point where it's like, okay, you're making enough money now that you have targets of um, targets or certain target audience that you want to hit. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was just like, and I remember a customer came into my job and then she was like, oh, did you watch, did you watch the new Kevin Hart special? And I was just like, no. And she was like, it's funny, it's funny. And then she kept just bringing it up and me. I was like, all right, now I'm going to have to be a dick. And then it was like the black in me. She was white. So this is the black in me that I was just like, okay. To me, Kevin Hart was, was funny in the beginning because his struggle and everything like it yeah. made sense to us. Now he has changed to the point where it's like I'm, he's having a special in his living room for, I don't know, 50, 60 people, whatever how many people it was. Know, that your, your living room is big enough to handle all those people. So I told her, I was like, yo, to me, it's not funny. I met him as a, a, at the lower where he was funny to me. And then I he outgrew me. It didn't make sense. I was already part of his target audience he was aiming for. Now I'm not. Because he already knows he got that covered. So I'm not going to watch it because it doesn't appeal to me anymore. And then she just looked at me and was just like, great. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, to me, it's just like, you have to be able to do that with a lot of people. And they're good now. They're great now. And then learn to move on to somebody else. Learn to be okay with somebody doing something that you never thought of them doing. And half of the time, it ends up working out better for them anyway. Learn to that initial step was, that's one thing too. People don't appreciate growth. Him was, okay, I'm going to make those two specials. I'm going to get popping enough to be in every fucking single movie like I'm The Rock. And then make my money. Now he has his own company. He's producing people and putting black people on. But why are you mad that he's putting black people on? Oh, I'm never mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that call is with all of yeah. us. And that's one thing where I feel like it differentiated him between Dave, Dave, um, him and Dave Chappelle is with him, the cultural, uh, cultural uh, culture whoa, matters to Kevin Hart more because Kevin has a business. He has people under him mm-hmm. and he has everything. I remember he said that into to the Joe Rogan podcast. He was just like, I, I, I'm jealous of Dave, of Dave because Dave is just him, his managers, whatever, his few people that he has under him. So when his special came out, everybody was like, cancel, cancel him. And I was like, why is people hitting on the... And then I went and watched it. I'm like, yo, this is not even one of my favorite specials. Because it, it was that funny. But he was saying a lot of shit people didn't like. And that's the thing. You can't say a lot of shit that you know. I'm like, okay, I didn't like it, but next joke. Okay, let me see if your next joke is going to be funny. Like, it, people were not able to, like... Do one thing and then move on from that and then move on to the next thing. It's like, they're still stuck on it. It's like, he said gay. I don't like that. It's just like, bro, he's on to a different joke about getting punched in the face. What are you stuck on? You know what I'm saying? On that. You know what I'm saying? Like, learn to move on from different things. I feel like people struggle with that it's a just, lot. This is different now. Like I said, I think with Kevin Hart, like you said, he um, his jokes were for a different crowd. They weren't for us. And I think yeah. that's why his last... Um, Showcase on Netflix was a problem for us people of color. 
And it also happened with Dave Chappelle as well, because I think one of his recent um, Netflix series, like his jokes were a bit too raw for people for some reason. And some people were complaining about his, yeah. his shit too. You know what I'm saying? And, like, it's weird because for us who grew up, like, for example, just like you were used to going home and talking about Kevin Hart, like, during my time, like, I was, I wanted to get home on Wednesday so that I can make sure that I watch Dave Chappelle and then we could talk about it in school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I think I was already used to how Dave Chappelle was and he was always raw to me. So it wasn't new when he hopped on Netflix and he was raw. I just think that people are just more sensitive and that's what we've been talking about the whole time. People are sensitive, and now, you know, unlike Dave Chappelle, who didn't really do damage control, Kevin Hart decided to do damage control because he wanted to save, you know, I guess his his popularity. His Dave friend. Chappelle his was friend. like, yo, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is who I am. If you haven't seen my other shit, then I guess this is not for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With, um, I don't know. Because with Kevin Hart... It was, I think it was for me when it was the false pretense of this is unfiltered and, you know, uncensored, quote unquote uncensored, that I went into it like, okay, this is going to be different than what we, I'm used to seeing from him from the last, what, what, three of his past uh, comedy specials. Then he gave me the same sauce. I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of barbecue sauce. I want some... <laughs> I want some sweet and sour sometimes. I want some hot sauce. Like, give me some spice, because this was getting ridiculous to me. Uh, Dave Chappelle, like like you said, like he's been doing this for the longest time. And on top of that, it is not like he's targeting one group of people. Most of his comedy has gone as white, black, Asian, uh, the LGBTQ community. He's going after everybody. So it's not like he's like just picking on somebody. Like like once a comedian is able to do that, like then it's you should know that person's heart. You should know like he has no kind of like malice towards you or something like him or her. Let me not be sexist about it, sorry. So I'm just like that's uh I think the comedy special you're talking about was like sticks and stones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that part where it was like I know this is going to get a little touchy with the whole car. I'm sorry, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. Actually, it's not. Spoiler, it's 2019. Y'all should have seen it by now. <laughs> sorry. Um, but it was with the... Uh, it was the car ride dealing with the LGBTQ community. It was hilarious. That set was funny. Um, I'm not going to say no jokes because I'm not trying to get canceled today. <laughs> uh I'm not a comedian, so I can't really say things like that. But, uh, yeah, for me, Kevin Hart, you had a chance to transcend and you failed me. And now I will never, ever watch any comedy specials, movies more than likely. But even then, you feel like he's, he's he's oversaturated the market. There was a run where he had like four or five movies in a row. And I felt like two movies were out at the same time. And I was like, relax. Like, I'm tired. You're on overload. And then the comedy specials were coming out every year and every year. And you kept telling me the same joke over and over again. I'm just like, I'm tired of 
Kemart, I love you. You are, you are a legend. You consider yourself a comedian rock star. But I'm gonna need you to chill for like two years. Just give me two year break. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I'll come back. I think at some point um, he was trying to chase. Uh, you guys know Eddie Murphy's Delirious with the red jacket. Oh, he can never do that. I think that was his fuel for a while because he vocalized that. And like, sorry, sorry, buddy. That, if you haven't seen that, you gotta get on that, bro. I don't care how old you are. Like, you need to go watch that. That shit is free on YouTube. And like, Eddie Murphy was going off. Like, he was super raw. And this was at a time where you can even talk about like LGBTQ. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and he didn't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? So imagine that and now looking at where we are and how sensitive we've we've got to be, you know? And I feel like also with the Dave Chappelle situation is like this man had like I would say like a good ten to fifteen year period to like I would say like understand the cultural cancel culture is just like well obviously for me it was more cancel culture, but he realized that you know people are gonna talk shit about you no matter what. This man has literally created one of the best skit shows ever made. To creation and literally did it under one season. That was season two. Was it two season? seasons? Two seasons. Sorry, second right? season was better though. And then, oh yeah, it was three. three my best. Three. Oh shit. Nice. Second season was the best. Yeah. Three. He wasn't really there for it, though. He was done. He was yeah. yeah. Third season. He was. He was in a. Yeah. yeah so yeah, because he didn't take the deal, but right after that, he saw people, you know, saying like, you know, he's. He's on crack. He's doing this. And that was pre-social yeah. media. That was just people were talking shit about you. I ain't gonna lie. I thought he was on crack too. You know what I'm saying? Because that was just... That's the thing too is... I would tell people ever since like, you know, the um, 2020, um, you know, the whole pandemic. It's just like mm-hmm. so much false information is out there. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing I always feel like if you see like a... This is why they do this. I realize the more you watch it's like... They put like an important figure that you... They know generally like targeting wise you might like. And then they put that dumbass quote next to him. And then people just believe it. Yeah. Or people yeah. just, if you watch somebody enough, like, they know that you are going to, they whatever they say, you're going to believe. Yeah. And I feel like that, that's feel, that's very, like, um, what's it called? Dangerous, too. Because it's like people can just be, I hear just be spreading false information. Yeah. And I want to add to that because with Dave Chappelle's story, I actually waited. You know, like, I waited before I had, like, any form of opinion. And then once he shared that he... He left America, went and did his thing. Then he mm-hmm. came back, and then he shared his story. I feel like it allowed me to have like more of a like mindful mm-hmm. kind of thought behind it. And I want to add as well, I'm kind of doing the same thing with Tory Lanez, you know, in his situation, because there's been a lot of information out there. And I'm not gonna lie, in the beginning, I was definitely one sided. You know, I wasn't really on Tory Lanez side. But just seeing how things have happened in the past when people change and et cetera, I've actually decided to like step back and, he did and just let things unravel. He, he, he did change his, head, his hairstyle. He did change he that. Did change yeah. that. He, he changed that. So that, that's been my take on that too. You, you're on your own on that, sir. You can deal with that's, the crowd. That's on you, bro. I do I'm not just wait and not be opinionated. It's what it is. Nah, like for me, yeah, like there's too many times I've like jumped out the window, believing a story, and then next thing you know, it's not something happens. So now, from now on, moving forward, I'm let the I'm let the evidence speak, let that do it because that Jesse Smollett, I mean Jesse Smollett situation, 
that that was like the last time I trusted someone to like say what's like something tragic happened to them and then it comes out to be false. Jesse Smoulier, you're nasty man. The Jesse Smoulier was a joke from Dave Chappelle's stand up. That's why I was saying it. A lot of people may not know that. Yeah, bro. So, that's why we were trying to correct it, man. See? See, see Justin, you see, we were just talking about discussion. You took offense to that. Most people didn't know. You could have been like, yo, it's just a joke, bro. No, man. You, you just corrected yourself. I know. I'm so just saying right. for people it's to so know who it is. You, might, you just have to explain the context behind why you're saying it. Because you said it, then you corrected yourself and said, I'm I know, I saying. know. Yeah. Um, All right, but they don't know. They don't know. Like, I didn't really know well, what that means. I, I, I kind of want to watch Sticks and, Sticks and Stones again because that drink was fire. You can go yeah. back, but I feel like this one thing too is just like people don't wait for the for the full for the full story. Yeah. Going back to um, well, just go twenty twenty when they burned like well, I said they raided the the Target right. Everybody's like you know protesters whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then when you see the story, it's like okay, they weren't giving them, they weren't selling them milk, or they wanted to, you know, what I'm saying they went around the right the right way, and then. Then they didn't run about it the right way. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's very important to stay, like, to have information and wait for it to come in. And yes. I feel like certain celebrities have definitely, like, perfected the the art of just, just not responding. Mm-hmm. From, you know, the Beyonce's and... You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. people will talk so much shit about stories. Even when they had to say something, they were like, we'll, we'll see you on the album. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why are you literally giving out free information out to people when you can literally make money off of it? And I feel like some people, you need to, you need some people, especially if you're an artist, and I feel like that's one thing too, I feel like with black um, black creators or black artists, it's like, we lack the information to be successful. For example, like with the King Bob situation, right? When he's, you know, he said he popping, he had different people in his group that, when you see different, different perspective, of, and then you see like, you know, the... Lulu, was it was it Lulu? Whatever they were, the Vine people, right? They were all in the group, so you got to see the you know the white creators and behind their team and how they're handling it, right? Yep. So you know, like okay, I'm, I need to step up my game in this sense. Versus if you just hang out, you know, like, like we'll call it like you know the um, the Shiggies and then the um, what's his name um, that goes copy copy. I forgot what was his name. Uh, copy. Okimar. Oh, Lokimar. Huh? Yeah. So it's, it's just those people. It's just like you don't you don't it's you don't get to see. Yeah. It's, yeah. You don't get to see, like, they don't get to see, you know, like, the, those popular, you know, the people behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when you get exposed to that, you're like, whoa, I'm fucking up, and I need to step on my game. And I feel like that's why I was like, a lot of them come through with it, and a lot of them, or either, you know, you're hard-headed, you're like, okay, I know my niche. My niche. My niche? Niche. 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 Sorry. Niche. I know it. Yeah, sorry. It's niche? I thought it was niche. Oh, my bad. I know, you know, I know. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> Parks. We got the grammar police. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We got the cancel police online. Jeez. Damn, bro. It's never safe for niggas out here. Grammarly. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll tell you. We'll tell you about that redacted. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You gotta call you redacted. That is crazy. Redacted. <laughs> Next time on the pod, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother did that. That's, that's hey, good, bro. He's redacted. But um, but let's get into. I feel like something more light, bro. Um, what is like the weird page or something you have found that you follow because of social media? So I'll start. 
um, when TikTok first came out, like I was in like I would say like a big fan. It was just like the most dumbest thing. And then when you get on it, you just like this shit is lit. And then you just find the most weirdest creators. And my favorite one happens to be just a guy reviewing sinks. Excuse you? Sinks. Sinks. Exactly. S Y N K K K S C H. Is this C Y N C H? I'm retarded. Sinks. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 he literally goes in. Oh, you're really talking about Yes, forces. yes, yes. That's S-I-N-K-S. Yes, yes, yes. Sinks, yeah. Like, he literally reviews, bro. He literally goes into, like, and, like, it's from New York, which makes it so much better. He Is goes he black? In... Oh. Well, no, no. I just wanted to but know. I, I, when the podcast, when the podcast is over, I'll, I'll see if I can find him. I'll see in the videos. Only because, like, he'll, he's from NYC. And then he'll literally go into, like, a public bathroom or, like, um, any place, restaurant that has, like, a crazy, and then he'll just, like, rate it out of five sinks. And it's the greatest thing. Bro, I need to show you the video only because the way he awards it. That's the one thing with creating, you know, with being a creator is like you find, you know, what you're good at and it literally just, you know, just we're doing random things like you never thought you'd be popping, right? And then it works. That's that to me. It's just like, that's my, that's mine. Don't judge me on that. But that's I mine. have two questions mm-hmm. concerning this. Yes. One. Yes. How high are you to watch these videos? One. And two, more importantly, what rabbit hole did you go to to then get to this? Because that don't make sense. One, well, well, social media is a rabbit hole by itself. So let's, let's just start also with that, true. right? That is a but rabbit hole. But it's just, I think I was just randomly scrolling. And then one of his videos hit like either 200K likes. And then it popped up on my, you know, um, what's oh, called for you, for you. And then I ended up watching it. And I was just like, this is the weirdest shit ever. And that's what you, you initially think of that, right? It's like the weirdest shit ever. And then the more you watch it, that's the thing I tell people. When you follow certain people, the more it becomes, you know, like regu- regular for you. So, mm-hmm. like, when I said that loud, you, you niggas was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? But for me, it's just like, oh, it's just some guy, like, I see now on TikTok. And that's why I feel like that's very dangerous. Like, when you see something over and over and over and over again, you start believing, you know, whatever that person would say, you believe in that. Right? Mm-hmm. And then for me, it's just like, but for me, it's just like, it's just the weirdest shit that I find. But to me, it was just like one of the weirdest things. But it's just those things that, if there was no social media, I would, you would never have somebody to have that leeway of making those things. Definitely not. Nah, yeah. TikTok is definitely dangerous. Like out of all social medias, that's the most dangerous. That's the social media where I don't really care for social media. That's one. If I get on, I might be up there for about an hour, and I, you get mad at yourself because it's like, why am I on this? I'm Time watching flies. people be stupid. Yeah, that's 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 why I feel like the most interesting thing. I feel like people don't take social media as it's meant to be. People take it more seriously. You know what I mean? Like you go on, you go on, right? You go on TikTok, right? You know the whole premise of the app is. People putting up the videos, either it's going to be A, funny, or it's going to be something interesting, or you're going to learn something today, right? Literally, just those two things. That's that's it, right? And then people always like, oh, social media is ruining my life. It's like, bro, at any point, right? At any point, you can literally decide. For you broke people, right? You can double tap the home button and close the app. Or scroll up. Or scroll up and close the app. But you'll choose to... That's one thing I never understand like, when people were like online bullying. Bro, log off. 
That's the thing too. Maybe it's that's the thing too. Maybe it's like you know me growing. No, 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 no. no. But I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. Like to me, it's just like that's the difference, right? For us, it's like we grew up into it versus some people are born in it. Why can't just be like yo, lock off? But some people say I can't because that's all you know. I'm gonna push back on that. I'm gonna say you are getting yourself. Into something that you might not be prepared to talk about when it comes Save to that for another online bullying. We can we can <laughs> talk about that in different I, I What I will say is like bullying. I feel like builds character. It like it prepares you that not everybody's gonna like you. Not you're not gonna get every job you try to get. Not everybody gonna want to be your friend. Some people gonna hate on you. That's what bullying. I think that's what it's for. Like. People talk about school as an education. Also, it's the underlying thing that if I didn't get bullied, I would probably be like, you'll probably end up sold. Not to say it yeah. like that, but you gotta you gotta understand that there will be failures. Yeah. But nobody nobody thinks about mm-hmm. that. As a kid, you don't think about that. Like, I wasn't thinking about that, but now it's like, oh, now I can handle myself in a situation. If somebody says something to me, I can have some... Like, you some slick, yeah. You prepares you for that. People right. that don't get bullied, it's like, but... Another thing is, okay, the other part. Um, mm-hmm. Bullying actually makes a virtue. Like, if you get bullied, you it can potentially ruin your life in the sense that you'll never feel good enough. But that was just to say that you probably wasn't gonna, like, one way you're gonna get knocked down. That's, if it's that's now, what? as a kid, or when you're an adult. Yeah. I'd rather it happen as a child. Yeah, because as a kid, you get over shit very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a chronic issue. That's like, yeah. And. You brought up damn bro. You brought up a uh, actually because you brought up bullying. That I feel um, well. A good point of like the way you took it is like it's needed. It's yeah. well in a sense that it's needed. Um, I, one thing I feel like I always tell people is just like for my job, just like people come in. I, I work for Verizon, so I sell people phones that they don't need. Um, but <laughs> people come in and then they start yelling at me about you know bills and all that stuff. And people and then my coworkers will get tight at me and be like, "Yo, say something!" Or be like, "Bro." I have a Haitian mom. This woman has been yelling at me for 24 years about the smallest to the dumbest shit to the most serious shit, right? So to me, it's just like, now I'm, I'm on the clock getting paid for this when I've been doing this for 24 years for free. <laughs> so what, it, what is it going to bother me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say, I would say it's like, that's bullying in a sense, but in the premise, it's like, you know, somebody's always like, yo, you're dumb, you're stupid. Now I'm not saying you're dumb, you're stupid in that sense, but like, they're always hitting you with punches or something. Like, so you know, like in the back of your head, like, you need to be able to handle this. And to me, at that young age, it's like, to me, just that was very natural for me to, people would be, you know, be saying shit. It's like, to me, it's just, I, was, I always had a sick mouth. You know what I mean? I feel like when people go into a real world, and like, you know, your boss, like, you know, you're fucking shit, you can't even fucking work, you're dumb, and then the people would go home, it's like, I hate this job, and then you go back the next day, bro, you move on to the next thing. Like, I feel like people don't know how to hit that mental reset, and then go back. Yeah, but the thing is, it's it's even hard to say that because everything you said was based on your experience. True. And how you grew up and yeah. how your relationship between your mother and yourself. Yeah. And now you're seeing that at work. You're seeing people not being able to handle these kind of similar situations. But you also have to look at what their experience is. You don't know. You know, they're coming into the store and they're handling a little bit different. You're sitting there like, well, like, this is not that serious. Like... Just, just take it. You'll be all right. Yeah. But in the back of your head, you should also think about, like, well, I don't know what this person's experience was. I don't know what it was for them growing up. I don't know if they, you know, grew up with a tough skin, you know, with that tough skin or have that tough mom. So I think that's what um, Justin's brother 
brought up. He's um, redacted. He's not just his brother. <laughs> We're gonna do a name, He's man. Redacted. We're gonna respect him. We're gonna respect him. That's why he brought up. It depends. It can either bully, can either break you or make you, and it all depends on how you take it. And in addition, with your example on your personal upbringing. But I also think, too, I feel like people don't like confrontations. Like, people don't like, you know, those conversations. That also has to do with... Like, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even think it really is I like confrontations. You know what I'm saying? We that's know, to me, too. Like, it's just like, I will press you, bro. Like, you will say some dumb shit, I will press you. All right, that's circumstantial. Most men don't like confrontation with women. That's because you know you never win. That's or not true. Nah, it's win. not even worth the win at that point. Nah, nah, my name is Bennett, and I am not in it. I'm not you here. You can win and still lose. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, like this, you the, can win, like you can win the initial battle, but now they have an attitude because you won. Nope. Or because they don't want to admit that you are right. Or oh yeah, you're right. But but I get the cold shoulder. But why do you lose? Because it also depends on your reaction. If I knew that I'm ha- if I'm having an argument with you, a and discussion. I'm in the right, a discussion, and now. <laughs> A discussion, Thank argument, Thank you, King. a tiff, a debate. <laughs> um, if I'm having this with you and I'm in the right, we both realize that I'm in the right, and now you want to give me an attitude, that's on you. And it depends on how you're going to take that. Very are you true. now going to be like, oh, what's wrong? Or you're going to stand your ground? Like, Hi, you're gonna... Right? <laughs> like that. So it depends. You know, it could really be a win-win situation depending on how you take it. On the aftermath, I like his optimism. A win-win situation. I gotta let me pour myself a drink to that. This man said, "Let me drink to my PTSD." So, yeah, let me know my PTSD kicks in. (laughs) This man said, "You can win and win." I don't know what where you're living. I need to live in your world, bro. That's where I need to be at. Let me let me give give you the rest because you need more than I do because your delusion is up there. Let me let me. One of our uh, (laughs) brothers empty, you know. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. (laughs) Skip yo, I didn't, even, I didn't see your cup, bro. I didn't podcast see your cup. listeners, I am in shock. I see two bottles on my table, and both of them are empty. And no one asked me if I wanted any. You were quiet. You didn't even want to give you. You didn't give you a piece. I don't care. You didn't even want to give you a piece, though. <laughs> well, y'all was in a actually a good little you know tiff. I didn't want to, you know, say nothing. I love how you use your bro. word. Nigga said to I didn't want to say nothing. Look, let's pick back on what he said. Yes, sir. But, you know, argument, debate, tiff. <laughs> look at the three gentlemen with a woman being quiet right now. Look at him. Man, look man. at him. Look at him. He's like, at any point, this will be in a bark book. I'm sorry, the book. It was like recording, minute 57, 38 seconds. Was that your talking shit? Is this you? <laughs> is this you? What me, man? Justin has been quiet. Nigga, Justin is in our days. That shit was like, not me. I stand my ground. Once you said argument and winning with women, nope, not saying a word. I'm chilling on that. You're a smart man. Thank you. Which I've tried to teach you, but, you know. Very much so. At least he's admitting. First step is admitting. First step is acceptance, and then admitting, yes, definitely. There you go. Um, for me, no, wait, no. First step is denial. First of all, the last step is acceptance. No, the first, ah, yes. the first oh. step in the right direction. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I thought we were talking about we the all seven stages. Oh no, 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 I thought no, we were. Absolutely. I thought we were going through the stages. Sorry, I was just okay. We're on two different stages. Okay. Well, for me, the weird 
thing that I watch is because I'm a New Yorker and I used I before obviously the panoramic I was taking the subway you know the subway is where you see a lot of uh, interesting things and people you know depending on what train you are the A train E train F train any of those number trains to be honest I'm not going to say that because I like Brooklyn. At but three. that's what Shut up, Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is redacted. I don't know what that means. It means yeah. you, you don't have a name right now. Okay. That's, that's all. <laughs> but uh, there's, a, there's a page called <laughs> Subway Creatures. Oh, God. Um, Creatures. Oh, God. I have seen, I think when I got put onto Subway Creatures... I don't know who sent it to me, but someone sent me a woman sitting on the train. I don't know what train it is because they didn't show what it was, but it was probably one of those A-E, one of those. This woman had a rat on her shoulder like it was a damn parakeet and was like, it was nothing. And I was just like, in awe, because A, I don't like rats, but more importantly, she seemed comfortable with the rat that didn't look like it was domesticated at all. No, no, no. It looked like one of those rats that you got from the subway station late at night. Ooh. You just scooping up. It was just like, this is really happening. And wow. someone really recorded this. Why? What was her ethnicity? I wouldn't even confirm nor go. deny any know. ethnicity. There you go, we know. There actually, rhetorical. Actually, it's oh. not what you think it oh. is. Oh. It isn't. Oh, breaking news, breaking news. I'm okay. not going to say what it is because... You're going to set us back a couple years? I can either confirm <laughs> or deny. I can either confirm or deny what you're saying right now. But yeah, uh, Subway Creatures... And the other pages, I think it's called Where the. Oh, give me one second. Well, let me interrupt you for this. Since you find the page. I feel like it's one thing. Too. I love how he was like, this is a right on the shoulder. And all of us was like, okay. That's right. so this is the, normal. I was like, where's the. What's the interesting it's story? Normal the, because it's like, New this York. is. That's the one thing I feel like was subway. It's just really like. Normal. It's not normal. Well, but it's normal. Outside of New York, this is not normal. Absolutely not. First of all, the rats we have are. <laughs> All facts. And the pigeons. Master Splinter. Pigeons, facts. When you said the story, that's exactly what I thought about. I'm about to say she about to teach. Look, about to spawn four turtles. Facts. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, so basically... Um, you had a rat on your shoulder? Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> not, not, not that. Not, <laughs> imagine not that. Nah, so basically back in the day, right? So basically to, t- to kill off the rats in New York City, they used to feed them, obviously, poison. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> they basically they got over that. So basically now they don't. So what they're doing now is they're giving them birth control. How do you learn that? How did you figure that out? Rabbit hole again, yo. No, no, no. It's not a rabbit hole. It's not a rabbit hole. It's not a rabbit hole. My uh, one of my exes was taking a, a class in college and they ended up discussing like the subways and you know oh, population okay. control and then that came up. Okay. So that was like a thing. It was just like it wasn't working. So to basically combat that, they're feeding the rats the rats birth control to basically. Oh, stop okay. Because I was gonna ask you, uh-huh. Reggie. So he can't reproduce. Yeah. yeah. So I was legit so, going to ask you, Reggie Miller, loud. Because 
This yeah, is sorry. getting out of. But I'm just saying that's what I was like. It's a fun fact. Speaking but loud, Ice Cube is about to. Ice Cube is releasing his own, um, you know, push because you know cannabis is becoming illegal. Bro, we need to invest in that. We invest. No, you. I'm not investing in that. But, uh, no, 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 no. I'm no, just talking about like, in the weed stocks. The, 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 the weed stocks. Stock. I got a few of those. So. <laughs> I don't smoke it, but hey, I'm gonna make money off it for sure. Hello. Definitely. Uh, the other page is New York, where shit happens 1.0. More than likely, I'm just watching this to see any fights that happen in any hood. More than likely, it's more than likely in the Bronx. No offense to some people. BKOBX. I like trying to be. This I've always called the Bronx. No, I've called it the Wasteland. Again. Nah, no Staten offense. Uh, so yes, we are yes. nah, Staten Island's the wasteland. We don't even jack them at all. I think you don't jack Long Island. Now we we so Long Island's not a borough either. It's, yeah. to, be, to be fair, Long Island matters way more than Staten Island ever would. Of course it would. Yes. I appreciate you, King. Yeah, because I'd be going to Rock. I'd be going to Rockville Center to get those are the best spots. Yeah, except for Cabo. All right, it's not uh... a. <laughs> But to be fit, why you gotta blow him up like because that? Because Kamala's trash. He Joe, blew himself up. Joe, I swear to God, bro. Joe, do not. No, we gonna do stop not, right now. Do not. <laughs> gonna, no. He blew himself up. Let's do, do not. Two weeks ago. Nah, we about, we about to do this right now. Thank you for bringing that up. So, Sir, do not, Joe. Do Let's not. talk about this week real quick, all right? So, oh, my God. You know, before we have the pod, you know, we have a little conversation, you know. We talk every day, really. Talk about, you know, what we're going to bring up. And um, before we had this conversation earlier this week, um, Hokage here, he tells us in advance that he needs to get off by 12, right? So I'm like, all right, that's cool, whatever. So we got on like at 10, hop on Discord, we start talking, right? All of a sudden, he starts like pausing the Discord for some reason, and then he unpauses. We hear like, oh, is this Holy Court? We have yeah, footsteps. You know, he's opening his door. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Right? You hear this, right? So then you then hear him come upstairs, right? Cool, cool, cool. So we're pretty much at the end of our conversations around like close to 12, right? So I guess he forgot to unmute. No, it's just the mute. I forgot to mute them. He forgot to mute the conversation. Right? And all we hear is a young lady, okay? We don't she, know no names. And, and we don't know who she is. And she goes... Obviously, I do. I do you want to tell us what she says? <laughs> yeah, can finish the story. I'll just tell you my side of it. Because you people... Yeah, yeah, whatever. He has a side. So you she people! Goes, she goes, <laughs> are you on FaceTime? And then all of a sudden, it goes mute. He gets off the Discord. I, we say bye. Um, <laughs> click, 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 click. I'm getting out of here. I don't, no, hold on, bro. I don't no, know. No, you can't talk. I don't know what you went to. I don't know if you like getting on FaceTime. I don't know, bro. But I just know that that sounded crazy. Are you but, on FaceTime? Let me nah, nah, let me tell you the situation. No offense this, to if, if Shorty's listening because she the, will be listening. It so was, let me just, if, it was funny. I'm confused. So let me explain. Let me explain, right? So, go ahead, Jordan. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right, before you explain, there's um, there's three colors that I like. iPhone will show. In the I have a privacy screen. No, no, no. There's still only three colors though. Go. Yeah. It's either green. Yes. Blue. Yep. Yes. Or red. Yep. Yes. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, 
I don't remember which color it is. But Discord I know is it's red. It's not green. It's red. It's red. Discord okay, is red. It's red. Um, green means phone call. Yep. Another song for it's either you calling on a regular phone or you're calling on FaceTime. Yes, it's Apple. It's the only time it will be green. Yes, Apple support. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was red. <laughs> That's the, well. Is it obviously there's a height difference? Okay. Yes. But let me explain myself. So obviously. So when I opened the door, I told her I'm on the I'm on a call with my friends. We're discussing, you know, what we're gonna talk about during the pod. You didn't say all that, right? No, no, that's why I put it on mute. And then we're going upstairs. I take it off mute. So I'm assuming that we're on the same page. I'm on the I'm on. The. And then this is where this is where girls like to assert dominance. I would say <laughs> of pl- the playing dumb card of. We'll have that discussion with the sexy later when she listens to this. Mm-hmm. Of, I told her I was on the phone, right? Why was on the phone? Right? Why well, I was on the phone? Corner up the stairs, and I was like, "Give me a second, I'm on the phone." We up the stairs, and I'm like, "All right, gentlemen, let me let you go." Right after I said that, she was like, "Oh, are you on Facetime?" And then right after she said that, this was the crucial decision. It's just like, especially when you with your boys, you either stay or defend yourself. You just get off. You get off Please and don't deal with yourself. And then you deal with the fact that comes after one in the group chat. Because that next morning I woke up and I take the group chat and I was like, do y'all want to do this now? Or you want to do this later? Oh, and I'm confrontational. I saw him the next day. <laughs> I went to his job. I pressed him. <laughs> while he had a customer. I don't care. This yeah. man, yo, that, yo, that whole customer situation, let's not even get into the fact oh, that man, this man got charged $850 in price. I was not doing anything about that. <laughs> But um, what? Yeah, yeah. It, it was a whole situation. But uh, it was the fact that this man really—I didn't even think he was gonna come into the job because my one on okay. mutual floor, Kieran, he was like, "Yo, you at work?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then he pulled up and I was just yeah, like, I was driving. It was like, "Yo, don't tell him I'm in the car." I'm just yo, as soon as I saw him, I was just like, <laughs> "You knew what time it was." <laughs> I was like, "Sir, please, 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 please. give me mercy." <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. But there's some things like she just played it so so well that and until she left, I was like, I, was, I felt like Nala. I was like, she peed on me. That that was that's what that's what happened. She marked the spot. Did she you, did you just compare your altercation with my my dog? No, I'm just talking about putting dominance. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, he did. The answer is he did that and right now. The way she's looking no, at me. The way she's looking at me like, why would you be? Yo, the way she's looking at me is like, why would you be with me in this conversation? Right. I'm, just, I'm just vibing right now. Oh, but um, that was, uh, what was it, Friday night? Was that Friday? No, that wasn't Friday. That was like, no, it was like Wednesday. That was Wednesday. 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 I guess that we was. had our conversation Tuesday. I came through Wednesday. That was my Tuesday night. <sighs> yeah, that's tough. Try this again. Never again. As soon as I see, <laughs> next time I know to bang the phone because this guy's discussion will never happen again. Bang the Discord because yeah, it would, that was that was like because like, we will bring you she, up. She played it dumb. She's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I told you I was on the phone. Why would you say something?" Knowing do you not go, do you not know how group chat work. Do you not know my next day is gonna be hell? Did you not? Did you not even think of me? I think that's why that's what happened. I was just like, she knew exactly what she did, and then she think, just played it off. I don't think women understand the difference between no, they group chats and they, our group chats. No, they they have their own. Yeah, sure. exactly. Their group chat is more so gossip. I wish I was just... It's not even gossip. It's literally us talking shit to oh, each other. Church. 
about each other. That's all it is. You just gave us content. Oh, wow. Not to get mad. You know what? That's all it is. I was going to say something. I can't say it. Uh, nope. Nope. No. Nope. I don't mean yeah. so You already brought it up. Uh, so you brought it up. Now we're going to wait. You're, you're being passive aggressive. No, nah, there's no passive aggressive. very passive aggressive. <laughs> People are listening. You're lucky this is just a podcast and niggas can't see your face. <laughs> you said a lot with your facial expression. <laughs> Y'all will never see video of this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Now we got a web, webcam. Let's hope we got no webcam. No. No, 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 no webcam. Yeah, spy camera. Only for, only for patients versus that. You know what I mean? This ain't no OnlyFans. This ain't OnlyFans. What are you talking about spy camera? I think it's about OnlyFans. I don't think OnlyFans have spy cameras. Mm. I think they you know never know. There. You never know. <laughs> I think they know it's... I think that's why they getting paid for it. Hey, man, you got to be that 1%. On that note. 1% of what? Top creator. 1%. That's how you you're right, you're right, you're that's right. You're right, you're right. Hey, man, that's something with social media, bro. Get your bread. It's out there. On that note, man, we out of here. <laughs> Thank you for coming through to the podcast. My name is Whole Cage. Joe. No, it's Joe Andre. Joe Andre. Joe Andre. I say with the accent. It's Royal and... My special guest. Take us out. Redacted. <laughs> Take us out. Just say peace. Drop slow, homie. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Bye, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.